<laughs> so welcome to the show i am your host alpha for the prince and this is unity true to me podcast where we talk about everything because unity is not new to me unity is true to me um, the goal here is to help the diaspora the diaspora come back together as a people uh, understand each other get past our social issues light skin dark skin uh, understand each other's african descended people um, who we are as a collective and even economically because all around the world we struggle uh today i have my good brother ethel ethel campbell he is also an influencer a great poet and we're going to get to know him the history of spoken word the history of black poetry and how it came about throughout today so brother brother what's going on with you um tell the people if they they don't know you know who who are you like how did you become a poet like how did you just get out here and like i'm a great spoken word ah you know um to be honest like i mean i had this conversation not long ago with uh with my older sister um uh i'm the youngest and it's like i've got like three older sisters or two uh half brothers but they never really live with us and stuff but um i remember she basically uh i was thinking about where it where it sort of came from and i thought to myself to be honest i hadn't been doing it long and then she reminded me like uh about my 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 pads now i've always wrote rhymes and lyrics and and i remember also so like you know when you're young you 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 write your little you know write your raps and stuff like that but i also remember mm-hmm. not always taking a poetry approach to it rather than a uh it was more more about the uh i don't know said like the the more about what you were saying probably a little less about rhyming the words kind of thing it's more about mm-hmm. so you know through for example if the lyric if itself if the delivery yeah yeah so if you're yeah. doing it to a song you know what i mean it's it's a different it's a different kind of way so i mean and i've been doing that since as long as i can remember like literally i remember like sitting there with a tape deck <laughs> Like diapers, then, huh? <laughs> yeah, tape like tapes. <laughs> uh, was it VHS? Like, you got a little little tape there. When you pull it out, you have to press. You have to press play. And, oh uh, yeah, press play together. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, uh, right, right after the eight tracks, I forgot what they called those. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. and kids, they don't I'm know still... about that. No, it's ancient, ancient, and, and I'm sure I still still got the tape somewhere. Still, my mom's left somewhere. But press play. That's you know what I mean. I'm sitting there doing little verses in that and stuff like that. And like as well, sometimes when I visit home, like in the loft, you got the there's like a comic box, and then next to you come on a comic box. There's like a bag, and the bag is just like just books, books and books and books and books and books and you know what I mean. Love, like I say, spoken word and lyrics and just you know ideas and it's mad and to be honest like i said uh, like i never really done poetry uh p- 
publicly. I mean, I think I, I've, I'm more supported the, my family and friends because be honest, like my my uncle's a poet, and my cousin, he's a poet as well. So, I mean, and I've I've gone to watch performances many times and stuff like that. Um, that, and for me, uh, you might like I, I I sort of take a different approach to it. Um, yeah. There's certain type I like. You know, um, I do like. You do from from what I've seen. You you've given very much uh, uh, what they like to call the woke poet or or pro black poetry as what they would like to uh, categorize you. I love it. Okay. Yeah, but you know Tell what? Everybody, well, it's like historically. Certain, I think, especially in England as well, like, um, sometimes, for example, a certain kind of audience or certain type of people, it doesn't, it, black or white, it doesn't, it depends where you, you come from, what walk you come from in life. Um, yeah. There's a sort of a, a, a level of, how you're going to absorb what somebody's saying for example i don't know um if i was if i was to say what i'd say in certain poems the way i would say to you in a conversation it right may not have the same impact oh. if you know what i mean yeah. so mm -hmm. it becomes more of a um it's kind of like, for example, uh, you know, like you hear, uh, it's like a default tone. So like, when you're in the train station, boom, 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 and you hear that voice. And there's a voice there, and it gives you certain information. Yeah. You catch the information, yeah. and it's just the information. Do you know what I mean? There's no, yeah. you know what I mean? Action, there's two, I yeah. got it. You know, we're going to stop I mean? on Lake Valley. So we're going to stop, yeah. Yeah, this point. So sometimes, like I say, sometimes, and I know, and before I did the poetry, I was getting, I was getting warning after warning. And my, when I did the first poem, because of what I said to him, and I realized from when I didn't get a, 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 a profile response. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't a response from it. It was the profile warning. When I didn't get it, I thought to myself, you know what, there's there's something to this, you know, because mm -hmm. if I say what I want it, like, really I responded to a couple of people, yeah, yeah, and mm -hmm. gone back and forth with some people sometimes. And the, my ignorance comes through and I get angry so i'll say mm -hmm. i'll use i'll use i'll use profanity and i'll swear yeah. and i'll you know what i mean so yeah you i'd you lose you lose a certain the message along the way throughout yeah yeah along yeah. the way and a perfect example is when i was going back and forth with um a native creator that would to be honest i hate that that's 
that's one of the, the things that upset me, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> as an Englishman, I'm quite naive to mm-hmm. the, the the native struggle and the native p- perspective of things. Do you understand? Like, yeah. bro, seriously, like, if I show you, there's, I've got a book at home, it's still there. It's a, it's a ladybird book. And if you look at this book, uh, and there's a couple, I'm going to read them on YouTube, actually, because they're so... It's they're old, they're old school. So when you read this book, they, they talk like there's no more natives. They're gone. They're gone. They're talking yeah. like you know what I mean. So this is literally history, and we just yeah, telling you what. Yeah, happened. like yeah. yeah, yeah, like these this culture's not practiced anymore. These people don't speak no language. Rare, rare, rare. Like you know what I mean. Like they're gone, gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Kind of like the, the same approach, though. For example, if you don't have um, as, as a black child, if you don't have parents who have a certain amount of input and can give you a certain amount of information, historical information to do with specifically your your African heritage and the people that look like you, to you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the. You grow up uh, very English, yeah, nice. yeah. you grow up very. I'm, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. And you can lose yourself. And so you can lose yourself mm-hmm. big time, man. I mean, I went to school with with guys like that, you know, like, I know, I know, I know, like, one, he's a close <laughs> friend, I'm not going to mention his name, you know what I mean, but, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, he's, he's very, he basically, his brother man spent half of his life trying to please white people. The crowns, so forth, yeah, white people. I listen, mm-hmm. one of the worst things... <laughs> I remember being at his house as a child and his mom said to him, because I was one of the first black people that he ever brought home. And his mom, I remember his mom pulling him to the side and asking him um, where his friend, his white friend, John was. This is a, this is a black woman. Do you understand? And a black man, you get me? Like he's he's black, you get me? And his mom asking him, Mm Yeah, like mm-hmm. you should bring more, like kind of like you should bring more white friends around. Like, yeah, where's John? Where's, yeah. where's Matthew? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally, literally, literally. Yeah. And I remember thinking that was kind of weird, but at the same time, I think her approach to the subject damaged him because later on in life, for example, I'm from Birmingham. Now Birmingham's quite a very, it's a very mixed, diverse place, but for example, like that's in London, France, Paris, where. That's in, um, uh, well, Birmingham is in the UK. So it's okay. just another, so you got London, Birmingham, Manchester, you know what I mean? Leeds, rare, rare. Okay. So, well, Birmingham, they say it's the second city, for example, but like you got, you know what I mean? London, Birmingham, like places to kind of visit. But I, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. No, no, no. If you if you got money to spend to go on holiday, man, like, you know, I wouldn't recommend it, okay, to be honest. You know what I mean? Not unless oh, wow, you was interested wow. in like the aristocracy right. or you wanted to go and visit uh-huh. like the Buckingham Palace. But even then, there's nothing to see. I I live there, I've never been there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um but anyway, mm-hmm. like Birmingham's quite diverse and stuff like that so often you can get 
like I say, people like my friend who can kind of kind of lose himself and he's kind of spent half of his life trying to please um like yeah, I say, shout out to Cameroon. He the white people around him and then the other half of his life he decided that he was gonna to move to the black area and live up there and it's like I get what I get it, you understand? But I can see I can see why you're doing it. It's like he's trying to get back in touch with himself. Kind of mm -hmm. weird. Do you understand? I just oh uh, but you know what behavior it's, it's, was kind of it's weird. I could, I could yeah. it was like it could be weird. I I appreciate the effort because there are a lot of black mm. people you know, around the world who hey, they're not with it. They like okay, and yeah, I don't yeah. need to get to know you. I don't need to eat mm. um, whether it's rice and peas or or a soul food or, <laughs> or anything that is related to whatever yeah. version of blackness you want to connect yeah, to. Yeah, Some yeah. people just no, I'm cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, at least they try. You but you know, know what? Like I says, I think with that me personally like with that especially with being english like i said it it doesn't it it, it always comes to a head there's always mm -hmm. there's always a wall do you understand there's always a wall mm -hmm. whether you like to admit it or not whether you like to see it or not you know what i mean there's always there's always that glass ceiling for example yeah. you know what i mean um yeah. i call it the mega kiss ass and want to kiss ass but this isn't, mm -hmm. there's only so far you can go. At the end of the day, me personally, I would rather work with my people and we build something together than be a body in, you know what I mean? A piece of a machine. In a system that doesn't, that yeah, we always yeah, want listen, to fail. I've been there, man, I've seen that. I've, I've, I've been there, I've done that. Listen, I've, like when in my, in my twenties, I was a, a store manager, I was working at uh, one shop and they made me a store manager. In a year, I basically from it was a new store, so it wasn't doing well in its like first year. Mm -hmm. I think I, I took over halfway through the second year. By the third year, it was like the second top shop. By the fourth year, it was the top. By the time I had turned that shop into one of the top shops, hit all my targets, hit all my bonuses. I've, I was laughing. You understand? That's the time they wanted to get rid of my black ass and put somebody else in there because my face didn't fit no more because it was one of the top shops. So right, they didn't so want now we gotta franchise it. Yeah, they didn't want the black face being the face of the top shop. You know what I mean? They wanted one of the one of the white girls inside. They, right. they wanted a white female specifically inside mm -hmm. there. So. And this is, in, year, this is happening in the UK? There. It was, yeah, yeah. The last year was See? was terrible. So, and that was the last time I thought to myself, since then, it was like, you know what? I will never, ever, for number one, uh -huh. I will never, ever again hold my tongue in a in a. So this is how you started, where, uh, really, yo, you started to find purpose behind already having a love for poetry. Yeah, like yeah. These, these acts is what? Okay, so who who inspired you besides? Because you mentioned earlier your uncle, family members. Who historically has inspired you to become uh, a poet? Was there anyone who was like, okay, uh, I want to be like okay, Maya Angelou or uh, Langston Hughes? You know what? Uh, it's funny you say that. Um, uh, Maya Angelou is is probably uh, 
is is like I she's amazing. Um, there's another one who I like. Um, to be honest, I love even even when it's not. There's another person that I love to listen speak is James Baldwin as well. I can just like oh. he has a okay. I like to listen to him talk. He's like he's on point. Um, like I like a uh, Akil as far as a moderate a moderate speaker. Yeah, uh, I like Akil a lot. Uh, yeah, he's sort of uh, say my mentor slash rival, someone who I could myself to when I go out and speak and how I deliver mm. uh, my message. Um, and, and I want my listeners listeners to know that if you've heard the story one of the things you should probably catch is that we inspire each other as black men and black women like there's not no there's not a particular purpose from this place he doesn't have to be a black american poet uh he can be a a, a black man from the island he can be a black man from africa there are a few actually um francis williams um he was actually jamaican mm. uh kofi awana he was guinean um, he was actually a great poet. He's he's known throughout the world. He practiced in Brazil. He practiced in Cuba, uh, and he he spoke through what they call like an Iwa tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot about uh, triumph. A lot of their po- poetry in their native tongue is about, about triumph and overcoming uh, colonization. So uh, when I when I seen your videos, and I, I I took a second to like actually listen, I was like. Okay, he's trying to make a statement statement. And mm. almost pretty much all your videos I resonate with. Mm. And some and especially because you give historical reference. And me as a student, mm. I, I take pride in that it's because a lot of our people and even the world don't know why we're uh checking you at the door in so many words. Why are we telling you, mm. okay, you might have misstepped? It might not have been intentional. Truth, truth and behold, because a lot of people do things out of not having enough information mm. they're they're you know going off the emotion sorry to cut you but i think uh not enough information today is through ignorance personally i think um yeah like I agree. we live in an information age so if you don't have enough information it's because you're either ignorant or you are for example there's information out there for everybody. Everybody's not going to accept and absorb the information just because the information is there. Some people will pretend and try to, you know what I mean, pander to you and say, oh, yeah, I'm trying to learn. Nine times out of ten. No, they're not. You know what I mean? There's people who are out there who actually believe that the earth is flat. And the information proving that theory absolutely ridiculous is also out there. So just because the information is there, it doesn't mean that they're not ignorant to the subject. Now, a lot of people I find, especially on social media, are willfully ignorant to the subject because they're either trying to ignite your, you know what I mean? They're trying to, you know, they're trying to- uh, they're trying Nigeria, to, yeah. emotions, they're yeah, trying yeah, to feed yeah, you something, no, put, you, put you in this directive. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Use, they would use a specific word, or they, they were, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, come on, man, you, you record that, you watch that, then you post that. You know what then I mean? Then you post so, that. Yeah, that's true. We definitely you know, uh we don't just drop it, you know what I mean? Yeah, saying? yeah, exactly. Yeah, we look exactly. over it. So and yeah. You can tell um, the sharp ones and you can tell 
the docile ones, the ones you can, some people aren't very clever with it. So they were a little too blatant. So it's a career move. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's, it can destroy your life the way you just said that, you know what I mean? Because you're not very smart. You know, some people right? are just too blatant. With it. And then some people, others are very subtle. So it's not going to get them into trouble, but you know what they're saying, you know what they're implying, you know what I mean? So, um, know. yeah, like, um, so I don't know if you know, because, so this is a learning, uh, a learning tip for me. I don't know how mm. news gets across the world. I remember I asked, um, a person from the UK, you know, do they pay attention to America? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Do they pay attention to whatever, whatever else is going on in the world? In general she was like yeah of course we pay attention um to america and to the world but america is the reverse is if it ain't mm. in america it's, yeah, yeah. it has to be a usage for us to actually care and mm. i'm talking as, as as a you know country as a country. Yeah. um so when it comes to that and the information like uh what was it there was a, a infamous uh, owner of an nfl team uh, what we call a football mm -hmm. team american football and he historically he was during segregation they they claimed that he was about 15 or 14 or whatever it's a teenager and mm. he was trying to prevent the black people from going into the schools during integration and the, it, the well, photo it, came it, out in the photo yeah the, the owner okay yeah yeah yeah, he, yeah, uh, yeah. he was the owner so you know and here's the thing a lot of people even some people who look like us were trying mm. to soften the blow of when this happened and decisions he made because he was a teenager and I'm like well my granddaddy and my grandma were teenagers also and they very much understood the decision that they were making during that time you know when you go yeah. out and protest and so forth so if that's the case if my grandmother and grandfather understood that old man understood at that time what he was doing and that's the thing to where we talk about, you you know what you're saying and you you know what you're doing mm -hmm. at some point. And at some point I can't give you so much graces as to, oh, it's all right. Nah, bro, it's not yeah. all right. It's not all right. Personally, I think people like that, you know, they don't change. No, first of all, there is, there is no change in that. Okay. Um, I personally think, um, Mm. they will accept certain things, but I mean, coming from his era, for example, um, the, the, the most I would accept from, I mean, expect, sorry, from him would be, uh, to, you know what I mean? Sit next to you at a game or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's not going to invite you to his house. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. He's not, he's not going to tell his son to do business with you. You know what I mean? He's, you know, he's, he's never going to drive to any kind of neighborhood that he's ever heard that you're from. You know what I mean? Even if the neighborhood that you were from was nice, just because you told him that's where you're from, he's saying, oh, he ain't going there no more. You know what I mean? There's a, you know. <laughs> he said, you give me five, you give me five star ratings. That don't mean I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a, it's a mentality, you know what I mean? And it's something that, you know, it's it's ingrained to 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 a certain point. Some so people like if if know. if that's the case, if it's ingrained, right? Um what do you expect your your poetry 
to do has an impact to to change the community and change the world like when you address all these things you 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 break it down and you do it in in a in a beautiful fashion uh as as a admirer of lyricism i'd like um the main thing is it's just two words really sort of uh, reflect and a certain and accountability um nobody's asking anybody to you know what i mean kumbaya yeah you know what i mean like <laughs> i'm not inviting you to my house and you're not inviting me to yours but at the end of the day the dweller see it's like i think first of all the accountability lies in in the place where so many people out like i don't why are you telling me that you are non-racist first of all you should be using that voice to be speaking to the racists to understand because i know they exist i see them see them every day i see i see the microaggressions i know these people eat at your table i know these people exist at work i know you give these people slides i know you know their nature you understand and it's turning like like i said there's zero accountability for certain i mean for example certain people would be happy to tell you to you with a straight face oh he thinks this way because of an experience he had or he did this or whatever and it's just like wait a minute okay if we all functioned like that we probably wouldn't mess with too many people we probably end up in the house you know what i mean like so yeah don't tell me that it's a an ex that you know what i mean it's like i said it's learned behavior you can see we all have example, bad experiences yeah like, like yeah. they program yeah. they it's the, they program their children the ones who do it program their children from a young age to understand and like i says if you're hitting 17 18 and you're standing outside the school and you're trying to stop the black students from going inside there there's nothing mm -hmm. changing that you know what i mean that's uh so so with with that happening for those who don't know because there are a lot of uh black people in the diaspora what is the black experience like in the uk like if you were to sum it up Sorry. If, if, the, if you were to sum it up, what's the black experience like in the UK? Um, it well, you know, um, it depends. It depends. Mm -hmm. uh, myself, um, we're, 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 I'd say we're working class to middle. When I was, when I was, when I was young, um, like, I mean, like the black experience, it's, we, racism is beautifully subtle in the UK. It has a, for example, racism in America is a lot more in your face. You know what I mean? 
in a way where it's probably more appreciated, to be fair. Like, you know. That's a strong word to say, like, we appreciate you. I appreciate, me, you know? <laughs> I appreciate that. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Because, like, but in the UK, it's it's more of a um, a low-key thing where, for example, the some people will say the most ignorant things knowing that there's a stigma attached to it, yet there's a way out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, for example, Piers Morgan's got that kind of talking all the time. Do you understand? He's a mm-hmm. he's, he says he's subtly all the time. There's a there's another one the other day. Um, there's a there's a reporter in the UK, um, Femi. I'm not mm-hmm. sure he's, he's, um, he's on TikTok. He's pretty he's pretty big, but he's a, he's a reporter anyway. And there's a there's a Scottish guy. I can't remember his name exactly, but there's a Scottish guy on TV, and he's a a reporter, and it was basically they were discussing the word slave now the and he was saying something he was basically making the comparison saying um he was trying to take away the context in somebody using the word slave to try and make the word slave to be a bad word when you understand what i'm saying so there's a conversation where somebody for example has um called somebody a slave and then somebody's right. turned around and says oh well you know what i mean or some no, I don't know. For example, and so let's say Trump says, um, "Make America Great Again," and then you're talking about the, its its connotations with you know what I mean, you know, mm-hmm. with what, what, he's actually, mm-hmm. what he's actually pointing at, exactly. you know what I mean. And then you, as a black person, to understand where he's coming from. And then this guy turns around and tells you, "Oh." It's it's not about slavery. I mean, we were all slaves. Like even the Scottish anthem has the word slave in it, and the English anthem was that was it. The English anthem has reference to slaves inside it, but the difference was in the English anthem, the reference to slaves is a, a direct reference to slavery. You know what I mean? Like them, you know, where um, okay. it's different from making a direct reference to the use of slavery and then actually using the word slave in a different context. So this guy was basically trying to get away from the argument of the context of the word used in in the anthem rather than, and then comparing it to the Scottish anthem, which also has the word slave in it, but used in a different context. So he's trying to make the argument about the word when the argument's not about the word, it's within the context it's being. Right, it's not tomato, tomato, it's apple and oranges. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you, you're basically like, come on, man. This is a this is you've got more common sense than that. We shouldn't really be having this conversation. But they'll in, they will indulge that conversation. Do you understand? Just to try and you know what I mean. Get around the fact that they are subtle racists. They've always been racist. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, there's a very very few people in the UK who are quite prepared to tell you that they are. You know what I mean? I find if if <laughs> If they're Scottish or they're Irish, for example, there are certain groups and places in Scotland and Ireland where you, they'll happily tell you that, that they don't like you, you understand? Or they'll make some sort mm-hmm. of cocky jibe, you know what I mean? And it's just sweet, fuck you, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, because yeah. like, like a lot of the time, like, it's not, it's not the way people would see in, um, say for America. I mean, racism's there, but mm-hmm. it doesn't endanger life. 
you know, he really doesn't. Yeah. Maybe black women may 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 have a different experience being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. But um, as black men, um, like I says, our experience, our our negative experiences may be, like I says, within the workplace. Um, could be with the police, or you know what I mean. Just in yeah. Just in general things, uh, but, you know, same time, like if it area. was, yeah, not even the wrong area too much, not too much because they're cowards, they're cowards, even if there's more than one, you understand, like if there's one of you, if they're like hyenas, that's the way I see it, they smell blood, mm-hmm. <sighs> they start smiling, mm-hmm. and they start, it gets louder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, you're in trouble uh, packing up understand? but listen mm-hmm. yeah you back your coat off you put your back against the wall and tell them come with a serious look in your face right you raw yeah mm. it's a bit different, it's a bit different yeah. situation there you know yeah, that's saying from lion king is fitting yeah it's a di- yeah it's a different you know what i mean <laughs> like you know i've been in situations where we were surrounded and it was all because of the n-word kind of thing you know what i mean oh wow be having drinks and have been a bit you know things getting out of hand and going outside and seeing this sea of people and it's only me and another friend of mine because the other guys stayed inside they didn't you know what i mean i was a bit ignorant i was young so I was the, the other brothers the other yeah. black men oh, yeah, wow. was, even like but to be honest like i says at the time we were young and i was quite ignorant so at the time i didn't tell anybody what was happening i had an argument inside a guy knocked on the window and told me to come outside mm-hmm. and at the time like i says i had an argument something nearly an altercation nearly happened at the table but then mm-hmm. uh, a bouncer came in sort of split it up and the guy walked outside with one of his friends so I sat back down, chilling, and then he knocked on the window and called me, oh, you, you black, where, where? Oh, yeah. You big and bad, they can come outside. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> so me, I just, you know what I mean? Rather than run up, get up and be like, oi, that's where, where? I'm just like, all right, then. If we want it, I just walked out. Yeah. I didn't say nothing to nobody. And the funny thing is, is it, the guy who did come out with me, I remember as as I was hitting the door to go outside, he bumped me. He was like, "You fell? Wait, like, where are you going?" And I was like, "I'm just going outside." Like, you know what I mean? Rare, rare. He's talking shit. Blah blah blah. It's, it's none. It's going outside. Yeah. Like, Come then. I'm not. You're not going out there alone. So yeah. <laughs> we went out, and then it was there was loads of them, like loads and loads and loads. You know, like, <laughs> all I just remember is heads and one coming, yeah. and you know what I mean? You jab him. You know what, man? As soon as that happened, it all cleared. You know what I mean? And then we, we basically lost, you know what I mean? We walked away. Like, like I said, there but were you cowards. Know what, man? Energy that's, was there, but... that's why That's why I try to tell, um, especially when we make content, um, even, even when I make content, how direct I try to be in so many forms, we face these problems. Like, there mm. is no... You, you, because you live across the pond or because you're in the motherland, like we all face this overall systemic problem, whether it's in your face or, or, or not in your face, indirect 
or, or otherwise it's a problem that we have to overcome and that's why having these conversations mm-hmm. and getting us to understand that this is the world that we face and if we don't face it together how do you think we really gonna triumph how do you think we really gonna excel? You know, we gotta face it together you can't do all the division exactly you know i, I couldn't agree more and it's like to the same thing like when i think about it like the things like for example that situation there if i think if it, if that was the right if that was in a different place like i don't know if that was in certain places in america we'd have been in trouble 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 <laughs> like trouble 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 because it's like where where we live we're a minority so Mm-hmm. It's not hard to find out who we are, like oh wow, you know, the names. You know what I mean. There's only a few of us. You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. so, if you know, you if people wanted to find us, you know what I mean. We would have been in, we would have been in trouble, kind of thing. You know what I mean. So, but like I says, it's not it's not the it's not the same. I mean, you don't have guns are not involved. You know what I mean? It's a it's a different world there, you know. And mm-hmm. um, so you don't have um y'all. So you you guys instances aren't like uh I think his name is Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. He uh was the was eighteen, and I believe he was the one who went across Wisconsin, uh, to go uh unalive some protesters, mm-hmm. and like he drove drove from state to state yes, borders state and everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and no, no. to to see that and to see a lot of us we subconsciously kind of expect and sometimes let me be real with you even hope they're like i right, this is injustice so if this is injustice and you see this this person committing a crime or intended to commit harm to another human being who has not instigated this fight it should be ended the same way because you are uh, you in the blue suit uh as as the police are supposed to protect people mm. who intend to do against crime you know what i'm saying that's that's your job that's what you keep telling us you're here to do um so it should be across the board and when you don't see it happen in that manner uh it's it's very distasteful when you try to encourage people to say well come join um, this organization when a lot of the times the organization hasn't been friendly to you. And then that's even, it's a trickle affecting when you're going to government and see and politics and so forth. I think, yeah, I think because of the way that works, um, to be honest, the, the law, the, the structure of the police force as well in the UK, um, I think it operates slightly differently. You know, for example, um, uh, there might now, uh, there might be, but mm-hmm. for example, if there's was any kind of evidence that was, for example, even in the newspapers or ever put forward that the, for example, that police they, they found police and they had matching tattoos, which signified they were in some sort of group or gang mm-hmm. while they were at work. Nobody's going to go to the Sarge and ask him mm. to investigate his own policeman. <laughs> All right. 
it's going to be they're going to go right to the top and somebody's going to come down and investigate that and you know what i mean i think gang culture has taken has been taken to a an extreme to the point where you know the you know because and i think it's because of guns you know what i mean like to say it's the great equalizer in it so because it's you know because it's so easy for you to get one and if you can't you know what i mean not so easy to i'm like no assumptions obviously there's different places different rules but you know what right. i mean you can you know what i mean because it's possible and you know like i said it's the great equalizer you you're going to find safety in groups you know what i mean uh, mm -hmm. whether you're you're offensive or defensive you know what i mean often we hear about the so, offensive group but there are defensive groups you know what i mean who people like yeah. you say certain people uh, there's some groups there are groups uh what is it i think it's uh nora it's a militia is the mm -hmm. political and, and governmental term that you under the constitution can use to bear arms as a collective group it's called a militia under the American Constitution. I don't know if um, Parliament in the UK has something similar that you can cultivate as a people to defend yourself. No. Uh, but we in America, uh, it's called uh, militia. So here's the thing. With the talents that you have, and, and then this is a career for you, correct? To, to be a poet, like this is what you do? Huh? To, to be a poet, no. this is what you do as a career? Okay. But is this what you no. just what you want to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Going okay. forward, yeah. So, and there, there are a lot of ways to make to make money, and the way I'm going to tie this because you're like, how do we get money to that? So here's the thing: when you talk about uh, protecting yourselves and creating a militia, there's a part that I feel that a lot of people don't think about, which is you need money. You need money mm -hmm. to do a lot of these things. You need money to build the the unified collective that we want for African people. You need money to feed, clothe, and protect uh, your people, men and women and children. Um, so what a lot of people don't pay attention to is that there are ways to make money in being a poet. Um, shout out to Google. Shout out to Indeed. Um, you can sell books because I've actually seen um, that you had uh, a list for merch and audio books. Um, you can sell poems or publications you can put your poems I, I i really feel like you should do these things you thought i really <laughs> feel like you should put your little poems on a little on a little uh uk mug and sell them put them on the TikTok shop mm -hmm. launch the website and even put them in music because a lot of people forget that rap is rhyming poetry they forget that, that, mm -hmm. that yeah, yeah. you are actually a lyrical poet um when you do these things and you can use the money that you make to make a change uh then I don't think a lot of people take that into like the business side. They they do get caught up in artistry, and the artistry is very important, even historically. Um, like when we mentioned Maya Angelou earlier, you can make a movement out of a psalm of poems. You you can create true change. You've seen Malcolm do it. You've seen um, Steve Biko do it. You've seen um, Nelson Mandela out of their speeches, out of their words, mm -hmm. uh, create change, create movement. There was a um, I don't know the historical reference. I only I only learned this 
actually because of Amazon. Uh, Melgrove Nine. They talked a lot about Black British history for the first time. I want to do research everywhere, and I don't know if it's if it is um, covered up as much as it is in America about like the greatness of the the Black experience. No, no, it, Britain's is a lot. It, I, Britain covers up a lot, lot more. A okay. lot, lot more. Well, to so, be honest, for example, Britain mm -hmm. conquered. I think. Uh, I think Britain did what seventy to eighty percent of the globe. America did yeah. just a little bit more than that. So, and Britain did it prior to America. And to be honest, if Britain didn't do it prior to America, would American would the American, you know what I mean, be what second it, door would that even mm -hmm. be impossible? You know what I mean? Because at the same time, they they were still working together, regardless of what happened. Yeah. When you say the war for independence, Americans are European descendants. So exactly. a lot of people forget they that. Never, you know I mean? They came to an agreement. You know what I mean? It's like America got this independence, but it was like, okay, you got your independence, but you know what I mean? We still work together. You're over here, we're over there. Right. You know you owe me some money. I don't yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll still give you the blueprints for the weapons so that you can murder off the natives. You know what I mean? We'll still help yeah. you out. You help us out. You know what I mean? You, if you get some gold, you don't have to give us 50, give us 20. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, know, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's all right. If you get some slaves, like basically we're going to outlaw slaves here, but if we ship them to you first, and then you ship them to our colonies in the Caribbean for us, then we're good. You know what I mean? That's what, how England- And just keep our insurance. It, it, it's crazy how much this is sounding like a traditional business. Isn't that crazy? Uh, it's, it's just, it's, it appalls what, when you start to look at the world, which is why I always, I appreciate when you do do your poems because you break these things down in a very non-direct way if you started to open up a book and you started mm -hmm. to learn about uh, some of the, even the historical references that you make from people to places. Um, and it's to make the point that these things, uh, what they like to call as a part of being critical race theory, uh, isn't critical. It's factual. These things actually happened. And these are from, especially from our perspectives, how horrible they are. It isn't glossed over. It isn't a one pager. It's, it's a book of unfortunate events that they don't want to tell you about. It is, it is like, you know what it was for me personally, like, like I said, it was influenced from family and stuff like that. But, um, one of the main things that made me, um, dig deeper into certain subjects, people and, and uh, kingdoms, for example. And uh, I started researching into it. And, and when you absorb too much, uh, when you like, when you start to read too much about the whole slavery and because that's the part that, that, they like to throw in your face. That's that's the quickest part you're going to find. Type in Black History, the first thing that's going to come up is the slave part, is the oppression part, is the is what I you know what I mean. It's it's the same reason why, for example, um, whenever a black actor gets an Oscar, for example, it's for some you know what I mean, two years of slave business and bogus, uh, not even their greatest work, yeah. not even their most impactful work. Yeah, no, no, never, not never, not never. It's always. Some something that works to either 
a stereotype, for example, or they break tradition, like you say, Denzel did the did the the dirty policeman to Training get his, day. his um, first negative role with uh, the both the Idrises will probably get Oscars for something yeah, exactly being a criminal yeah, versus yeah, yeah. um or, or they're in chains kings of something talking about boss mm -hmm. or they you know what I mean um, getting a few good uh, what is the what like, is the uh the British man from twelve years a slave what is his name? Oh, I, I can't remember his name. You know, I, I do. I do like either. him. Either I, I do I, like him. I it it shocked me. Um, I didn't know that there, there was a uh, an influx of black Britons. Just I bro, I didn't know he was British I'm either. Not... <laughs> <laughs> I did not have a clue. It was years later. You know what it was? He he did the film when I found out. He did the film with um. Is it is it Denzel? He did the film with when. What's it called? When they they hide, there's a the compartment in the wall. They break into the place. Oh, uh, American Gangster? Huh? Is it, is it American Gangster? Uh, no, no. There's a, there's a, it, it's a robbery. There's a robbery. And these guys basically, what they do, they're inside like, the, um, they, they rub the bank. But what they do is they go inside the bank, they hold everybody hostage. They build a fake wall inside the bank. They dress everybody inside, uh, inside the bank. Man? I feel like it's inside. I man. think no, so. They, inside, they put the same masks on everybody inside the bank and then everybody leaves. Mm -hmm. And then you got my man is the one who's um, he's interviewing. He has to basically interview everybody who came out the bank because everybody was dressed like the rubbers. So everybody inside the bank is now a suspect, yeah. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And right, right, distinguish right. who was who and whatever. But that was when I it was it was a couple of years after that was released. I think like watching an old interview and stuff like that, realizing that he was um, he was English. But yeah, and then I realized there's there is there's there's quite a few. Um, yeah, I only knew that other. So what is it? I was I always wanted to person. ask them like did they learned something. Was like. That? I always wanted to ask, I always wondered like when when black people from other parts of the world come over um, to America, whether it's a work visa, whether it's to, to be an actor, when you come here, once you've in any form, whether it's in the, the theater role or in real life, have the, what black Americans like to call our experience, because again, we don't talk enough. We don't know if we have relative uh trials and tribulations mm. you know what i'm saying you you don't know so it's like like now that you've experienced this whether it's from an actor's an acting perspective or in real life how do you feel you know what i'm saying how do how do you connect you know do you do, do the stereotypes that you may have learned about you know britain or about america or about africa do they uh disperse i think you know I don't think it's a stereotype. I think it's something deeper than that. For example, it's oh, he has it. That one of my one of my supporters says it's chawete ifo. It's it's very African. It's very African. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's so. For example, um, I was what uh, I think it was Denzel said something the other day. He was saying. Uh, why did, what did he say, Martin Scorsese make one film and why did another guy make another film and he was talking about basically they could have they, they could have made each other's films but the difference was one guy is Italian so and the other guy is Jewish and he made Schindler's List and the difference is it's a cultural experience Not you know what I mean, in them being able yeah, to make I've seen a that. film there's the, the part where um, 
for example, a hot that was comb, about fences. A hot comb mm-hmm. going through, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Your sister's hair, Black man's you know hair. What I mean? or your yeah. mom's hair, mm-hmm. or where, you understand what I'm saying? Now, these okay. are the things that are not stereotypes, but create a a, a connection that's, you know what I mean? Beyond, you know, like an outside kind Beyond of understanding. Screen, like, uh, for example, this. there's always going to be something familiar. Like you go there, for mm-hmm. example, you just walk past somebody's house, you're like, and you smell the food. You understand? And you, there's smell a corn difference bread. when you walk. Exactly, there's a difference when you walk past a black house and you smell food. You understand? There's a, you understand? You know when you walk, <laughs> you get me? There's a big difference. There is a difference. You understand what I'm saying? But you, there's a smell yeah. in, inside the house. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a sweet smell. Like for example, you can always associate. You know, when you see shiny skin in the cocoa butter. You know what I mean? Like you know when I, you know yep. them brothers you shine up yep. and you can and you smell. You can it's smell it butter, even yeah. after shave on. You can still smell that 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 bit of cocoa in, inside there. <laughs> you know I mean? Like mm-hmm. that, that yes, travel, sir. Yes, sir. Like, you know, like you like. It's, it's little things like, and it's it supersedes it supersedes things like language as well. You know what I mean. So, for example, yeah. you can yeah. you can go places and still get a piece of home just by being around your own people. You know what I mean. And yeah. just you know, like I says, it's it's the the smells and the even if some for example if, if certain body language and things that certain people do, you know what I mean? For example, you, I, I live in France, so I'm away from all of my family, but every now and again, you know what I mean? Like there's not many black people where I am. So, mm-hmm. but every now and again, you might see somebody and you know what I mean? Like the few of us that are around here always make eye contact and hail up and you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we do that, I yeah. go look for them, yes. And you don't have to, yeah, exactly. Like for example, um, just yesterday, I was walking. I was I was in the I was in the supermarket, and I walked past the, um, an African brother, and it was like, salut. You know what I mean? We gave a little little heart bump, and you could you yeah. could bless him, dear man, because yeah. we know we're the only ones around here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, we like, gotta make sure, like, us, you gotta mean like, hey, I, if something goes wrong, I see exactly, you. You exactly, yes. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's one of them ones, you know, and to make you, it's. it's like I say, it's a universal. It's a un- very few of us don't take part in that. Do you understand what I'm saying? But like, so it doesn't matter even if you speak a different language. You know, like there's always a, you know, yeah, you know, you know, you know what I mean. You do know, and to be honest, um, even the ones that aren't who who don't think like that, you know, you spot them through. You mm-hmm. spot them too because they they're putting walls up. There's a, you understand? There's a, there's a there's a key and peel sketch <laughs> that I find that I find. I love all these references you're throwing out. You know you're making the, me proud as a black. You know the, um, <laughs> what is it? Uh, black. What is it? You say uh, black is it the, is it it's, it's like talking, like talking. The one where they were playing music. Go on. No, that's not it. Um, was it the one where, uh? What were they doing? Not the one where he was playing the president. It's not that one. Is he in a store? I think no. They, they're in an office, and basically he walks in, and uh, 
the like the other black guy talks to him. They start talking to him, but they're talking with their mind. They're not talking. You get me? Because they're in front of the white guy. The white guy's yeah, standing yeah, there. Yeah. They're talking. Yeah. You get me? He's like, what's going on, bro? But in front of him, it's like, yeah. How you doing, Bob? You okay? And da, 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 but in their head there, and it's like, what well, you don't the know? Signal about, sign language. Yeah. Like the, the, yeah. it, it, it really is there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. you can see when somebody puts up the wall. You understand? Like, mm-hmm. and it's like I say, it's very, it's very far and few between where you don't, where you don't get it. And I don't know. I think it might be just being perceptive of certain things. I mean, for example, when I was young, I remember one time um, walking down the road, not watching where I was going. I was just head down, must have been watching my phone or something like that. And it was late, must have been nine, 10 o'clock. And I accidentally bumped into a black woman. Now, when I looked up, I was like, oh, sorry, you should, like I said, but I didn't feel her presence. Now I know normally I would feel her presence. I didn't feel her presence. It was like nobody yeah. was there. So when I bumped into her, I looked up, I was shocked, like, oh, I'm sorry. You get me? Like, yeah. I really, really didn't see you there. But the fear in her eye was like, <gasps> like, I was like, that's a bit weird. Like, yeah. what you need to realize is I'm not the one who would, I'm the one who would run after your bag if I seen it get, if yeah. you seen it get snatched. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm the one who would watch you back. You understand? Like, I was insulted by her fear because I could feel how scared she was. You understand? I remember, I remember I had that happen to me. Um, It's a dip. And this was just like culturally, I was culturally uh, Mm -hmm. brought up to look after uh, our people, right? This was before I became as conscious as I am today, being known for what I do. Um, I was leaving out of the grocery store and uh, a sister a bags fell on the um on the ground like she was putting put them up in the trunk and you know did they start tumbling down so I, I stepped towards her and i was um gonna help her i was like hey you you need uh some help and she looked at me with such such anger as if i was telling a lie i'm just like I'm like I don't know where this anger is coming from. I don't know why you have this defense. I don't know how your upbringing yeah, came about. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah, maybe right. something bad has happened to you for other black men. But I was I was hurt. I was tried. I was I was upset. <laughs> I felt mixed emotions. Like, Bro, why is it looking at me like I'm such a threat? And I'm I'm just yeah, coming yeah, over here to like, help you. Is it the yeah, color? Yeah. If I was, yeah, why exactly. would this be okay? Would you yeah, trust yeah. me more? Like you know. You know, you can only wonder, you can only wonder. Like I say, some people's mentality yeah. is different, you know what I mean? Um, and to be fair, like I said, in, in in England, because it's not as segregated in America as America, for example, you do get very white black people or very white Indian people or very white Asian yeah. people. There was you, an you infamous get- video. There was an infamous video. Um, she was an African sister. I don't know. Are you African? I meant to ask you that earlier. Like, what, well, what is your descendant? My, as far as I know, um, my, um, well, my mom is from St. Kitts, Nevis. She was born there, Nevis in, in St. Kitts. And my dad was born in Jamaica. Um, 
my granddad was also born in Jamaica, but I think before that we're talking probably um, Nigerian. But I'm okay. not too sure um, I don't know exactly what I was on paper. Yeah. But um, I know that my, that's my dad's side. My dad's side's more clear. Mom's side isn't as clear. It <laughs> go. Mom's side goes. You know. Yeah, there are a lot of um, very very uh, white to black people. Um, they like to assimilate uh, into the to the system. Unfortunately, um, and some people see. I tried to successful. So yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a, I I uh, I let God deal with them. It's true. It's true. <laughs> you know, you you gotta let God deal with them. It's true. Uh, it's true. Because they won't. They don't want to wake up. They like I remember this sister. She had an elephant tattoo, right? And it's no no offense to her. She was she was with the white boy, and I don't have a problem if you love who you love. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's you. That's that's you. Cool. It's whatever. Uh, but I remember I asked her, was she African? And the reason I asked because she had an African uh, elephant tattoo. And I think either mm-hmm. she had African or something else into it. So I'm like, you African? And she was like, um, I'm African-American. And I was like, cool. And I think she tried to roll this in because she seen, I seen her with the white boy. And she was like, ain't we all Africa? And I was like, nah. I was like, nah, we not, we not doing that, mm-hmm. you know. You you go be great with him. It's okay, you know. But no, we not we not yeah we not for the no, we not for the do that no kumbaya thing. Because if that was the case, a lot of people like to throw that throw that around, but not not a lot of people live with that humane thought, with that humanitarian thought. Because we wouldn't have the issues we have today if everybody wanted to be on the same page as human beings. That listen that 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 listen the whole idea of that is it's silly anyway because it's not we're all from africa it's we all have a common ancestor that's from africa so that doesn't make any sense you understand that's like saying like you know what i mean me and this white person are related because i've got uh, a partial amount of european blood sorry but um yeah but my, my i don't even wanna justify yeah. that you understand what i'm saying when i when yeah. i walk into a place what do you think i can turn around and be like yo check my dna test i'm 38 percent white so uh mm-hmm. i can identify as red no it doesn't work like That's that right. it doesn't, you know what i mean no. even if i was 60 percent white if i looked if if my head's too nutty do you understand you know mm-hmm. what i mean what if you want it was it's as simple as that you know what i mean there's there's plenty of people out there who who are mixed and not very heavily mixed like for example the when they was calling um uh some people might disagree with me but i'm sorry it, it uh what's his name son drake no not drake drake son <laughs> drake 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 oh. probably drake too but um what's he um the uh what's he uh williams son you know prince william and oh the they got a son megan's son yeah yeah Meghan so Markle? for example the devil said oh it's it's a black baby he's not a black baby bro it's it's a white baby. do you know how it's scared they were like it's crazy mm. like they were really afraid and megan martin don't get me wrong megan Markle is was genetically black like, but but like her yeah, they like 
what you thought the the twenty percent was gonna be dark chocolate or something, dude? Like, like they were exactly. really concerned. It's not gonna happen. We even when you see the child now, but he's a he's a white baby. He's a white baby. He's a white child. Do you understand what I'm saying? Is a white child with some black blood. But it's okay. because, but you know what? Um, so this is why I was so happy that they made the um the movie uh Chevalier. Mm. Uh, have you seen the movie? No. No, really? Oh wow. Okay. Uh Chevalier is about a, a black knightsman during the Queen's era, one of the Queen's era. Um, and he's a he's an orchestra player, but he's he's knighted in under the courts, and he goes through the the black experience because he, he thinks because he's so well endowed, he has a white father from the plantation. The father brings him, I believe, it's one of the island plantations like that. Um, he brings him to uh, England, and he goes into white society, and he be's the best man he can be um, to appease all these people. All to get to this point to where they steal and will forever see him as a Negro, as to, as a point mm. of entertainment that he will never be on equal standing, even if he is better and proven that he is better than half of these white counterparts. In the movie Chevalier, yeah, and that's why that was the whole um, point, I think yeah of it in the first place. You like that was the whole point. That was the whole reason. When you go back into it, for example, um, you go. Into, they still like, call that white looking baby black, which is crazy. <laughs> just, you, nobody with a superiority complex would break the balance in their favor because they wouldn't need to. Do you understand? Right. For you to do that so severely, you have to be severely, you have to feel as though you're severely inferior. Do you understand? For you, for example, when they went to Africa, they didn't go to Africa for gold or what they're going there for now. It wasn't for minerals, all right? They went there for people. Why did they go for there for people? They went there for people. They went there for knowledge. The Even the, the slave castles that were built on the coasts where they used to sell the slaves were built by slaves and still stand to this day and aren't, aren't moving, do you understand? If you look at the architectural developments since colonization until now, you understand? Everything that they owe to their technological developments, do you understand? Up until the First World War was thanks to colonization and the knowledge that they stole nobody can tell me anything else before that it was dark ages disease and comparing your head to the size of a stagecoach to figure out if somebody was you know what i mean <laughs> clever or dumb but some of the most ridiculous theories you know what i mean like it would like it speaks for itself even like the art the colors that they didn't have the pigments that they didn't have the foods that they didn't have do you understand like the things that they would consider valuable once they did have them spices and salt and do you understand for example um in african culture they would uh, preserve certain things in 
in in mud that goes under the ground. Do you understand? This is in a very, very hot climate. How can you have not figured out a way to preserve your food in Europe in a fucking cold climate? Do you understand? Yeah. It's because you ain't very clever, right? <laughs> you get me? <laughs> you get me? <laughs> um, so, damn. Because, and look, they might be a little clever, like, but, but just like now, just like now, the, the, the systems have always been built around keeping a certain, the majority of people stupid and broken mm -hmm. so that the people at the top can live well. Do you understand it? It's just that we're in the point in history where it's gotten so badly out of hand that the people who are at the top have got way too much to the point where they're hoarding money that should be in circulation. Do you understand? But back in the day, do you understand? They still had them exact same structures, but it meant that the poor man could have 20 kids and none of them survive because it's so filthy. And then the rich man could have 20 kids and one of them survived till 15, 20. <laughs> you hear me? Mm -hmm. yep, because yep. The, the difference between the rich man and the poor man wasn't massive. But like, for example, you're talking about castles where they didn't have any toilets. They would shit in different corners of the castle. King Henry had more than one castle because once one was full of shit, he had to go to the other one and leave that one to get to remove the, the the feces and stuff for a few months so we go to another castle do you understand and then go to another one no napoleon notoriously filthy do you understand like and then you're going to tell me about oh you, you saved the world like when other cultures knew about microscopic germs and you're not supposed to do this. Do you understand? Even the no one. We're not talking about the same people who built the pyramids. We're talking about the people. These people call basic. Do you understand? They're living, like I say, in hot environments. Do you understand? Where if a group of people are figuring out how to preserve their food and, like you say, certain architecture, etc. Do you understand? Like, but you can't figure that out back home because there's there aren't there aren't many stone castles still standing do you understand and they're nowhere near as old as the structures that are in you understand asia and africa but if you go to england right. those same they're not dead do you understand for example the stone walls in zimbabwe are thousands and thousands of years old do you understand it's made out of brick do you understand predates any european buildings and monuments etc do you understand so it's the truth in the pudding you understand like you say the the initial go the initial factor to go there was for the knowledge and the people do you understand mm -hmm. they went there with smallpox they brought us to america with a massive case of smallpox it was the slaves who stopped smallpox. Just understand? It was slaves. And what do you mean? Certain man would turn around. Oh yeah, like, like you know, they made Napoleon because it was it was supposed to be the, the French who was. They were the biggest colonizers. They were the ones all over Africa. 
It was an African who told them, listen, Bridget, if you, you man, you man need to stop being so filthy. And if you wanna, if you wanna cure, it's to do do this. Do you understand? Because the slaves weren't dying of no smallpox. Do you understand? The Native Americans died of smallpox, nearly wiped them out. Do you understand? The white people were dying of smallpox and he nearly <laughs> wiped them out. Was there an African genocide? Like, did the Africans suffer from smallpox? It was the African slaves who told them how to deal with it. Do you understand? To reland them and mm-hmm. smallpox was all through the blankets. Do you understand? Like I say, certain different architecture and certain different things, they were, like I say, they went there to take the knowledge. It's only, it turned into take the minerals, et cetera, et cetera. And there were a point in time where the independence, like the lack of independence, from European countries has come to a head where it's if they if they don't which they should have been doing so for example the last hundred years where certain countries in Europe for example have been hoarding massive amounts of wealth rather than distributing it to the people turning it into an education factor um, turning it into a a, a pursuit of knowledge where you can get around the fact of having to go to places like after in Africa and get this mineral and get this mineral and get this mineral. Because realistically, if you are intelligent, you know that that can't happen forever. Eventually, you're going to run out. Do you understand? It's like being, it's like we're living in a time where we're, we're way too rely, reliable on fossil fuel. The, the money that for example, like if you have a look at the speed of inventions between in war, for example, like the plane, car, boat, submarine, all these things were massively revolutionized and that was during the war, do you understand? Since then, the progress made, do you understand? Just in the time of war was massive. If that has spent the same kind of mental dedication outside of war, concentrating on the exact same fundamental things, like I say, crushing, getting rid of fossil fuels and what, we'd be a hundred steps ahead. The problem is, is greed. You've put yourself in the position where you've gotten comfortable, you know what I mean? You think that you're going to be able to oppress these people forever, you know? So uh, with that being said, uh, because we've discussed a lot, we, we, and all these things are very important. So I hope y'all have been listening. Like truly, um, with everything that we've touched from the highs to the lows to uh, how impactful we really are versus how uh, non-impactful they tried to say we were, what, what is, how would you sum up where we need to go versus where we are? even if you to do it into an, in, in a poem uh, for us as black people, uh, how do we create that bridge across the pond? Because uh, I, I do want to do that. Like I want to visit the UK. That's why I always try to make, you know, uh, friends, brothers, sisters, family uh, in different parts of the world. So how, how would you uh, say we need to start doing that for our listeners? Um, if you would sum it up. I think it's all about, um, I've always had a, like, for example, like we were just discussing, um, it's, it was a, it was a theft of knowledge and 
think if every individual is um, is focused and for example um, books like like I said we're living in information age we're living in an age where um, a lot of information that we're getting and that has been stored and that we're reading is locked inside of a database I think that is an uh, unhealthy method and way of doing things moving forward I think that we need to step back away from that and as educators need to put things back inside books and and share like or like for example if you're an engineer it's important for you to break down your area of expertise put that inside your bible and move that forward to a new generation not necessarily your generation but a generation do you understand um knowledge that has been taken out of the diaspora and out of africa needs to be put back and the first step I would say is knowing that you were a king before you were a slave. And it's important for you to know that we were not taken and we like we were not taken because we were strong we were like horses, for example yeah and we are not free because they set us free do you understand like mm -hmm. the devil does not let his fucking prize cow walk out the fucking milking milking bay mm -hmm. do you understand it's not because of do you understand? It's, it's important to recognize that. And as well, the, the sacrifices moving forward. Um, passion on that knowledge, having a certain amount, like I said, my personal journey, especially when it comes to history, I chose to focus on specifically the positive things. I will challenge the positive um for example perceptions of certain individuals within the culture for example like after reading about certain individuals i find a lot of the time that when a european source tells you that a certain ancient black people or culture was great often they were great because they were a great tool for the colonial, ex colonial expansion at the time. Do you understand? They don't tell you yeah. about 
the ones who actually fought and died. They'll they'll, mm. they'll happily tell you about the the ones that betrayed the fold and did some had a mental breakdown and sacrificed the whole village on some madness or ended up being broken and started selling their own people. They want they'll tell you about that, but they won't tell you about yeah. the heads that are in jars that are still haven't yeah. been handed back. They won't tell you about you understand. And these are the links to history that you know what I mean that will help kids in general to you know not okay. it's it's a it's okay. a you know i think a role be having a healthy role model is one thing but mm. you know parenting is hard so everyone's gonna <laughs> everyone's gonna take that mode the way they right. want it you know what i mean there's mm. no there's no right way to do that do you understand apart right. from the main thing is patience okay but you know what i mean uh, as a culture man it's just about you know like i say knowledge and keep okay. reading absorbing and sharing so and, yeah i agree um so uh for me i'm gonna sum it up in like 60 seconds two minutes um for me it is knowledge it is wisdom understanding it is uh, not what they made the supposed perception of you. It's who you are. Uh, listen to your elders all the way back to the motherland. Uh, mm -hmm. Those stories, history, our own history from us, positive impacts, the, the, the knowledge and all the things that we've done to truly change the world and who you are as, a, as an African man, as a black man, as a warrior um, mm -hmm. is very important. So for me um and it's economical power so it, that's very important. knowledge is to be like like i say it's it's listen what's it a fool in his money easy easily parted so yeah you can make a lot of money but if you don't know how to how to keep it and build like you say generational wealth there's 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 a big you know what i mean it's there's a big difference between it's going to be a big even like Mayweather. Do you understand? If you if you have a Mayweather personality and a mentality, you know what I mean. I'm not saying that he's 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 gonna he'll go broke this in his lifetime, but right. you know, I don't know. I don't know him personally, but from what I see, it's it's a sort of frivolous kind of thing where you're passing it down to your children, where you can only end up in a dark place. You know what I mean? It's like it's like um, white millionaires. It's exactly the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, Too much of a good yeah. thing is always bad, and if you don't respect it, you're gonna lose it. So it's one of those things. Um, uh, yeah. But with that being said, uh, we're gonna end the show there. Uh, where can they follow you? Where can they see your poems? Let them know. Uh, uh, Instagram? Yeah, um, yeah. Instagram is a. Uh, uh, Ethelios Poetry, um, Ethelios, uh, the YouTube channel. Also, I'm going to be doing some um, some reads soon. So I was going to be doing some um, some Edgar Allan Poe. I might do some of my own my own work on there as well. Okay. But I was going to just do some some general reads on uh, on YouTube. And um, yeah, uh, I'll be posting sporadically on my TikTok. 
but like I says, I'm slowing down on that maybe a post once or maybe a couple of times every few weeks simply because the book is coming soon and I don't want to throw too much out there. So, you know. Okay. Make sure you guys follow him. Uh, make sure you follow me. Uh, make sure you follow the channel. Uh, Unity True To Me podcast on YouTube. The Facebook page is Unity True To Me. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Afro underscore The Prince. Uh, TikTok Afro underscore The Prince. And uh, that is the, the show. I appreciate everybody for following us. I appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, thank you, brother, for coming on the show. Thank you for all the knowledge. From where we, you know, what we'll, we'll have to do it again. We'll to do it again. Yeah, we definitely we'll make it a little bit earlier, um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we 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 talk, we talk. What time was it over um, there? What time was it over there? What time you got now? It's it's four thirty. It's four four thirty. Okay, okay. Yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, we're hitting. Um, it's late. It's late out. Yeah. It's 11, it's half past yeah, 11. Man. Oh, wow. Okay, well, let's, let's go. We're going to wrap it up there, <laughs> man. Uh, we're going to see y'all next time. And uh, we appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, man, like, appreciate you, brother, like, man. Thank you for having me.